0: Thank everybody again for tuning into the Video Junkyard Podcast. And I just want to let you know about something big we got coming up next show. I was going to say next week, but it's going to be a couple of weeks. Um, we're going to have a 4th of July extravaganza, Yay! just a 4th of July themed show here on the Video Junkyard Podcast. And um, we wanted to announce that we're going to have a little contest. This is hopefully the first of many opportunities we'll give you guys to win some swag on the um uh, on the podcast here. Spared um, no expense, we... only the very best prizes for our listening audience. Of course, of course. So, the challenge is, it's a very simple contest, all you need to do is guess correctly the films that we are going to discuss on the 4th of July show. And how hard we... could that be? Seriously. <laughs> they They are 4th of July themed films, and that is your one and only hint. There are two of them. We will be awarding prizes for guessing either of them and a grand prize mega pack for guessing both of the films correctly. And of course, you must be the first person to guess the films correctly to
1: win. And expand your minds in trying to imagine exactly what 4th of July-themed Video Junkyard-worthy films that we will be discussing on our 4th of July show.
0: Yes, and to enter, please um, shoot us a message on Facebook. Also, you can at any time shoot us an email at... Video junkyard podcast at gmail.com Just let us know the titles of the two films you think we're going to be covering and um, then tune in to the 4th of July special and find out if you're right. So good luck everybody and get those entries in. Yeah, thanks for playing and we will see you on the 4th of July.
1: Could you jump your here A place that appeals to your deepest and darkest
2: fantasies. It's is it's, it's The dead whose haunted souls hunt the living. I have come here to chew bubblegum and kick ass. And all out of
0: From this nightmare world emerges a fearsome half-man, half ape with the strength of 20 demons. It's time.
1: And welcome to a very special episode of Video Junkyard Podcast. Uh, I'm... One of your hosts, Joe Peterson, with me as
0: always, Jericho Branson. Hey everybody, welcome to a live episode of the Video Junkyard Podcast. So the second, our second recording that we're doing, and we're attempting all live, so you know, um, all the burps and parts. and wonderful things that come with live recordings. They're referring to me. Yeah. Yeah. And <laughs> You're going to share with us. This is our
1: special guest for the day. We have uh, artist-illustrator Ryan Steiskel joining us for our discussion today. Say hey, Ryan.
2: Uh, hey, hey, Ryan. Hey, Ryan. Hey, Ryan.
1: Hey, Ryan. Uh, Ryan and I actually met a couple years ago. We've uh, collaborated on a couple of projects that are somewhat work-related. Um, doing some... some <laughs> paleo paleontology related artwork that Ryan
2: somewhat work related is he would be in his office and I would come in as an undergrad student and say, Hey, you want to talk about cool crap?
1: and that's that's pretty much how it started
2: that's like the best, best. thing. pretty much the story of our entire relationship joe pretty much all of it i ideally
0: all relationships for me yeah
1: these are yeah actually so
0: <laughs> um do is there any other way to form relationships with people because probably pretty i think much people like want sports, to, sports, sports yeah if people don't want to talk star wars or doctor who or horror movies with me i'm pretty much like well i'm finding in my 30s it's harder and harder <laughs> to find those. So it's it's like I mean, it's, that's that's it's... not snobby or anything, is it? Like...
2: No, I don't think so. It's depends on it. Depends. <laughs> <laughs> How do you feel about I mean, Last I mean, Jedi? Well, I
1: mean, <laughs> <it's>, <laughs> kind of one of the things that we also want to do today, uh, and why we brought Ryan in on this one, is Ryan and I worked together on a project. We actually gave a uh, a, a panel at Geeked 2016 in Rockford, Illinois, on Kaiju. Where what we did was I kind of talked about, you know, obviously Kaiju aren't real. Unfortunately, but we do have these things from the fossil record of these giant creatures and Ryan used his artistic abilities to produce these awesome posters of prehistoric monsters. So, for instance, Godzilla is not a real thing, but Spinosaurus was. So how would Spinosaurus look if it were filling in for Godzilla? So he did these amazing posters and we did this panel together. It would look like Jurassic Park 3.
2: That's what. Yeah, it pretty much. Yeah. <laughs> oh, no,
0: uh, or that's Jurassic... underselling your your po- your wonderful poster. Jurassic but... World. God knows
2: <laughs> Thank you for the people. compliment. <laughs> uh,
0: but
1: what we're going to be doing today the the theme for today's episode is Kaiju. So, specifically, we're going to be talking about the Legendary Pictures Monsterverse, which is just getting started with the, original, with the, the Godzilla film that came out a couple years ago, Kong Skull Island, which followed up. But what we want to do today is talk about the history of King Kong, Godzilla, and where these two creatures are headed into this larger franchise that's coming out. So, this is a, a Video Junkyard podcast episode that's dealing with something a little bit more contemporary, but has really, really old, prehistoric, if
0: you will, roots. And so. again, another thing that's special about today's episode, and we're going to do these from time to time, but instead of breaking down and, you know, doing some like random out of the bargain bin or out of our um, DVD collection movies, we're going to, um, all of these movies are connected by a theme. So it's one, it's a not only a live episode, but we're doing a theme episode as well. So as a... Uh,
2: trying to make it meaningful folks so it should <laughs> <Yes>. be fun <laughs> try, we'll try hard. really hard <laughs>
1: so let's jump right into it uh i mean the first thing if we're going to talk about king kong and we're going to talk about godzilla i guess if we want to do this chronologically we have to start with king kong uh,
2: i that mean yeah 33 kaiju, is yeah really? uh yeah yeah i'd say so Is uh, king kong a kaiju? well it's one of those weird things it's like well we got dinosaurs let's just make a giant ape uh and throw them on an island. Well,
1: in a few months' be up in lights on Broadway Kong, the wonder of the world. what of course that was interesting too about that original King Kong the the, the Marion Cooper film is was it 1933 I believe? yes yeah. is they actually made Kong a little bit more human I mean he doesn't just look like a big gorilla <laughs> which is later on when Peter Jackson redid it it was a big gorilla in this one uh and then just to jump ahead of it they do this in skin kong skull island as well they do kind of give him a little bit more of a human upright
0: very much his own species of ape rather than just a giant gorilla not just a big silverback
2: but definitely the personality of a frat boy uh (laughs) all about the blonde girls and and inappropriate inappropriate touches yeah yes
0: yes yes. uh
2: not not I, I would say um, my criticism of that film is definitely it's full of sexism and yeah, <laughs> I mean flat out the, one of the like main love interests says I hate women but you're all right yeah so like his, I'm that gonna marry his, that him was his <laughs> romancing
0: the woman was his right. pressure about how he can't stand women I, it's it's something that I didn't notice because I grew I mean I saw this film probably the first time when I was eight to ten years old and just I have pretty much loved it ever since um, this is something approaching it now post you know in 2018 post me too yeah, that, that well, actually was right in the forefront of my mind as i'm watching this film I, and it's like it, it's kind of yucky i mean like the whole the, whole the thing, race thing, the racism
1: like, in there as well i mean the, the racial it, visualizations which it, it, it's, oh I well you have like, an
2: gosh. indonesian island full of african-american <laughs> I actors i did yeah. i do
0: want to give them a tip of the hat we'll give credit where credit's due is that they did actually i was impressed that they did actually use african-american actors
2: they did it was part of a whole guild if you look but at the most movies at this time
0: would not have done that they would have preferred to use blackface well he,
2: he, here's the thing i i wanted to add to that looking into it those actors because i was curious because there was makeup done for these these tribal people and i wanted to make sure like this isn't blackface is it because it's yeah. the time period
1: and I think there's there's a lot of cutting-edge things in, in this original oh, yeah. film. Um, I mean, obviously, it's borrowing quite a lot from, you know, Arthur Conan Doyle's The Lost World, you know, especially with the, the, the dinosaurs. But the the Willis O'Brien effects in it. I mean, and I didn't realize until very recently, again, we've been doing some research for this episode, um, how big of a deal King Kong as a
0: film was. I mean, I mean this, it was the special effects... Um, This, yeah, there was nothing extravaganza of its era. Absolutely.
1: And it would and it would air every week on a lot of network TV and it would be in the theaters constantly. And I mean, there's a a documentary on the I think think it's a criteria collection or or a nice DVD collection or Blu-ray collection of King Kong that I have. where They're they're talking a number of celebrities saying, this is the movie I went to see every single week when it came out.
2: I will say, uh, Joe, what age were you? Because you were eight. Eric, so how Somewhere. old were you when you saw King Kong? For
1: the very first time, I, I don't remember. Probably under 10
2: okay. the first time I saw it. So me, a year ago. I'm 28, oh, really? uh, yes. so I okay. saw it, and, and and I didn't even completely watch, I'm sorry, Joe, I didn't actually completely watch King Kong for our project, so last weekend I actually completely watched it and went, holy hell, I hate every character on here, nobody's likable, barely King Kong, my, like, if you get rid of the rapey vibe. But I wanted to say the special effects, even though dated just spot on perfect, the fact that they risked doing like the mix of uh, live action with like with models and such. It's just like it's it goes quite well together and it's fun to watch. And I'm going to let you talk more about your favorite scene. But I just want to say that the Con versus Rex scene is freaking brutal to the point where after that thing isn't dead. It's still alive. Just like fucked up. Well, well and, O'Brien, and, and, well,
0: O'Brien's depiction of death in that movie in all of his special effects is brutal. Like, <laughs> yeah, it's it's pretty intense.
2: Uh, also, I wanted to make a quick connection. There is a skull crawler. Like, there, a light, light, light there is. There is. There, there
0: is there's a, a two-legged iguana that is essentially a skull crawler, but um there's So, look, just to make a quick point about mm. and to it's very much a product of its time is what very, you've discovered and what i've discovered mm-hmm. upon repeat viewings as i've gotten older and you know learned a lot more about the world but you don't really watch king kong for its politics or for its uh no um no. you watch it for those special mm-hmm. effects and i think that's why it stands the test of time it certainly doesn't hold up to modern viewing and you know the relationships in the film the way it treats women the way it treats the minority you know, oh, characters it, are all it's all pretty awful
2: but... well your main characters it's just like they're, they're like it's all right to have like their moral traits are allowed to have like animal abuse exploitation and sexism so it's just like oh no that's fine that makes sense that's the american way but we we can talk more about the comparison to american cinema for king kong and how ja- how the uh, japanese handled uh godzilla which is much more complicated
1: the fact that king kong is still to this day considered this it, to say it's a classic is really not giving it the proper credit this this is a inspirational film for just about anybody who's
0: who's doing practical or visual effects in hollywood king kong is to 1933 probably through the, the 60s what jurassic park was to the 90s i mean it's oh yeah totally
2: definitely it's all about dinosaurs
0: and, and it is <laughs> and, and i think that's
1: that's something to remember so even though there's some things that we'll look back on now in 2018 back in a film made in 1933 and say, oh, yeah, you know, this this wouldn't pass the censors today. But we still talk about it, and I don't hear many people talking about it in a negative light. It's because of, okay, we're willing to say, yeah, some of these things were a product of the time, but really, the, like you said, nobody's watching this movie for its politics. They're watching it for the visual effects, which today still stand up. I mean, if you look at how they even did the... Uh, set up some of these effect shots where you have people in the foreground and you've got Kong fighting something and then there's stuff in the background it's, it reminds me of like the one of the only things I really liked about James Cameron's film uh, Avatar was the 3D and it was cool because it gave yeah. the screen so much depth and you felt like you were peering through a jungle that was like the
2: only thing I liked about it. Unless and you watch this, it on the laptop like I did, then you did not get no, any enjoyment at all this, in that film. This gives you that even to this you're day. You're probably just dozing off most of the right? time. <laughs>
1: You know, the, the, even to this day, you can watch King Kong, the original one, and there's depth to that screen
0: without the need of glasses or anything. I'm not saying it's well, eye popping. That was one but of the questions. The so much I more suppose dimension. this is a good time as any to bring up one of the questions I wanted to ask you guys: Is do you think King Kong, from an effect standpoint, still stands up?
2: Well, once again, when you add the filter of the time period, which I think is always important to anything, because it it introduce it's it's important historically in film, as this point, like look at what we can do with film, and even the film itself is kind of it's uh, I'm gonna say postmodern, even though it's not, but the idea is like you have. Like the whole plot is a guy saying, "Here, I'm here to shoot amazing stuff. Who cares what the plot is? That's that's actually the main character. I want to shoot amazing stuff. Who cares what the plot is? And that's what the movie is. It, the movie is it's it in itself it the is, movie. It, it so if you if you meta, think of it more of it, it, <laughs> it is very meta. Um, and yeah, that's surely intentional from a screen screenwriting but perspective. But focusing on like the best part of Con and that immersion, like Joe was saying, into it, it, it is Skull Island. It is is just a wonderful world. Where first off, I would just want to do a what the fuck moment where they just shot at everything, and that's what was fucking them over every time. So like, oh, let's just I shoot at every. The everything.
0: depiction of the, the killing of the Stegosaurus is damn near heartbreaking. Yeah. The, the, it's, the long. Way, <laughs> it's like, like when they it walk
1: past, like they blow this thing away, and they're like, huh? It's still it's a dinosaur. Shooting the yeah. head. They're like, we must I mean, be on some lost quite,
0: world, moving along. Quite right. literally, shoot first, ask questions later. They're not even discussing well, that they're they seeing just, a fucking dinosaur just, until just, after they've
2: blown the shit out of it. When they're on the water, they did that again, and it fucked them up. Oh, the one... I love that, because
1: one thing I've oh, it always bothers me in every dinosaur movie is that, oh, it's a plant-eating animal. It Clearly, it's going to just love people, as we see in every Jurassic Park film. And... King Kong is like an early film where it actually I think is kind of accurate. If you look at accidents that happen to people when they're on safari, it's usually not getting attacked by a lion. It's a hippo or a rhino or an elephant. Right. It's I
2: mean Don't bison. fuck it with a vegetarian. Ryan and I were out,
1: out west one summer and we saw what happens when you piss off a bison. Oh, and yeah. it's terrifying right. and it, it can kill you. So if you imagine now, you know, in, in King Kong, you've got, they in the boat and they piss off. A sort not of not even a boat,
2: it was a ram that they rab. made.
1: They piss off uh, <laughs> uh, a, logs. you know, this, this long neck dinosaur and it chases them. And it actually like chases a guy up a tree and it eats him. Like, I, I mean, maybe not for nutrition, but it still kills him. And it's like, 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 like yeah, like, you know, we're talking up. about <laughs> a huge animal with a brain the size of a cashew. And it's going to go after. Well, it's a fight or flight thing. And well, I'm sure Marion Cooper did that. Uh, I'm sorry, Willis O'Brien probably did that just to, you know, mix it up and show that everything here is dangerous. But I want to kill that's, and not that's have probably you have pretty accurate to some, some degree. I guess one of my questions, I'd, I'd love to hear your guys' input on this, is how much of the success of King Kong do you think was Cooper's direction versus O'Brien's? product of, of special effects of willis o'brien how much of
0: the success of the movie yeah like when
1: when it's people all,
2: it's, all, is it's it a whole it's package or do you offense. think it's no just it's all willis, special it, effects. it's
0: all willis o'brien you take away willis o'brien's effects the stop motion special effects in that movie and you put like a soup gorilla and the,
2: the um, question is this like who is the main person who, who's the main character you care about in Khan? is it the director who starts it or Khan? and that is the debate right mm-hmm. there the director or the special Well, and effects I, I kind of wrote
0: in my notes like questioning like who is the villain of King Kong, like who who truly is like the bad guy? Whoever built a gate it's, with a
2: Kong-sized door. <laughs> well,
1: I would say really, it's, it's it's the the film crew and it's it's the. I'd say it's it's the Americans. Everybody but Kong in yeah. the movie, like
0: it pretty right. much everybody is. It's
2: a like, that that American mentality that like we can beat nature, mm-hmm. and like that which, by the way, I'm gonna say is very much different in Zilla. Zilla's Godzilla is yeah. all about like consequences of humanity's uh, hubris I think there's there's a, a bit of a overlap in those
1: though because you know in the original Kong it's about going in and trying to control nature and these are the ramifications nature fights back and in a way that is
0: what well, doing well, here, too, but, here's, here's and i would say thing. that's kind of the story arc of king kong but
2: at the end remember it comes back to this whole idea of beauty and the beast and well they, they, they try throwing that in a lot because it's literally forced down your throat because he even says like yeah oh. use that use that it opens but, on a proverb that says something about beauty and the beast but... he says it
0: like five times in the film he closes the film which by mm. the way if carl dunham not being killed by kong has always annoyed me in this like yeah. this guy <laughs> He he
2: literally is the last guy he's the he's the last guy to speak at the end of the movie. And he's kind of like uh well, whoops, you know, hey, it turns out in the end. You know? it, it, it was the woman's fault. <laughs>
0: yeah. yeah, exactly. Um, but, <laughs> the beauty killed uh, the beast.
2: But Didn't want to say, put any dames like, in my movie. <laughs> so when, when you have when you have an art form where it's like, well, this is my intention, but how its interpretation is equally, if not even more, greater to value because you threw it out there, now the world decides what it is, and with Khan, it's definitely human versus nature. Not even that, just Americans versus nature because the first scene that you see Khan interact with humanity is the islanders and he fucks them up bad their whole place but then you have american society with modern day technology just they wipe him out and is, and then then exploit him and what do you see him on it like this this i'm not gonna say cross like it's an x but he's he's just pinned for the rest of his yeah. eternity yeah. he was better off being killed at that point i mean let's go off a killmonger speech there from black panther
1: yeah well and and i think this is a good time that over we've we've There's the original Kong, and then this is a film that's been remade a number of times, too. I mean, the next remake then came out in the 1970s. Yes.
0: And And Jeff Bridges and,
1: uh, yeah. Bring up these little ones in between. There's not little ones, but there was a King Kong and a King Kong Lives that came out in the 70s and the 80s that didn't, I mean, I remember they were advertising the first one, or I've read that they've advertised the first one, that you know we we built an actual life-size mechanical animatronic
0: Kong. That they used for I think about two minutes of finish. Yeah, film.
1: and it's yeah. it's him mounted to this crucified right when they get him, you know, to the the, the, the tarmac at the airport, and the the motion is essentially like I've I've seen better animatronics at Walmart or on Halloween right. where it just raises its arms, it doesn't really do anything. Well, and, they, and they, otherwise I, it, it was I, they decided, um, Rick Baker in a suit. At yeah,
0: I was gonna say they decided instead of going with and and I think Rick Baker describes that as one of the worst experiences he had working on a movie i don't quote me on it i don't remember for sure but um they decided instead of going with stop motion or like real like special effects they were going to go with an ape suit and then build this animatronic the animatronic was supposed to be there it's it's basically the jaws situation where they never figured it out at the end (laughs) like they never got the animatronic to work properly it ends up only in the film for like two minutes yeah um Again, I think it just comes back to the point of the, if you make King Kong with the ape suit versus the the special effects, there's really not enough there.
1: Well, and and it shows to... because in,
0: at no point in either of those films, King Kong
1: and King Kong Lives, do you... Jessica Lang by the Jessica way, Jessica Lang, I was trying to think yeah, of, which it's Jeff Bridges
0: and uh... Jessica Lang, and
1: then <laughs> and Charles Grodin, yes, is yeah. is the main villain in there too. And except in this one, it's not as much about making a film as it is about selling oil isn't he like an right. oil yeah. tycoon. yeah he's an oil tycoon. it's yeah. a weird movie it's a it's worth hey. it's definitely worth something to, to watch just if you want to be a king kong purist and watch it all the way yeah, through. yes so really strange. out of
0: everything with the name kong on it that i'm aware of that would be the ones to skip is The yeah, 70s. yeah
1: but the in the fact that one of the things that made the original king kong so good that we've already talked about is you know that he, he fights other monsters that are on skull island and there aren't any in this one there's a giant snake but there's no classic fight scene with him the t-rex which i want to mention is my favorite scene of the original <laughs> 33 king kong is after he fights the t-rex and it's down he plays with its jaw a little bit just yep. like oh this goes open and close
2: and that is such a cool shot once close. again adding to the whole debate is it the director of the special effects artist is it uh and it's the, the special yes. effects artist because those are that's Kong. yeah and, and the, i Calls think they
1: the ironic thing In my opinion, about the the '70s and '80s King Kong is, especially the the '70s remake of King Kong, is you have one of the best special effects and and practical effects uh, people in the industry, Rick Baker, working on the film. But because he's the
0: gorilla, you
1: have shit. So (laughs) special effects. (laughs) Remember, this is because of a
0: failed. I mean, their idea is they're going to make a. An animatronic ape, like from from yeah. perspective, pre pre production get go of this mm-hmm. film, like that's their idea. We're gonna make an animatronic because animatronics are big right now. Um, so
1: and then you get Peter Jackson's where they did no
0: animatronics; it's entirely CGI. CGI. What did
2: you guys think of the Peter Jackson? Movie? I didn't see it; didn't bother. Even though I have it, I still have the seen Peter it. Jackson
0: remake has moments of being very good. It's just uh, my complaint with everything Peter Jackson's done post Lord of the Rings is that it's just overstuffed. It's about three hours long, and it's director's cut, and it's just has so much pointless... Well,
1: you know, I mentioned the, 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 the T-Rex scene, right, from the original King Kong, and they didn't have one in the in the 70s one. So it felt like, to me, when Peter Jackson did his... They know, had to the, put the 70s T-Rex into this There's three of them. <laughs> he fights three evolved... They're called, like, Venatosaurus Rex or yeah. something. It's not T-Rex, but it's clearly direct. I
0: mean, it's all... Peter Jackson's a genius, and it's all very yeah. high concept
1: he fights three but, of these things. It's like we got to have the one from the 30s and they didn't do one in the 70s, so let's throw that one in there and we have to have our own. Yeah. So he's going to fight three of these things and it's a it's a horrible
0: scene because it's just too much. Yeah. Well, and then it's it's bookended by like a chase with chase fight with giant bugs and a chase with stegosauruses and it's like 25 minute long special effects. Mm-hmm. To his benefit, he's been pushed. He he made Lord of the Rings, which is this big long um, And this is going to get go a bit off topic and I'll get back real quick, but he uh, made this big long epic, and I think studios have pushed him like we. This needs to be epic. We need to make Hobbit three movies. We need Maybe. to do so. Yeah, so what uh, do you do at that I point? Mean, uh, You're just I, I will like, say that he he gets to play around, and of course, someone who's a special effects yeah, nut and, like,
1: and he plays he, he right. totally loved King Kong. You can tell because he he has the sauropod stampede. That movie is not
0: scene. as bad yeah. as 70s. He
1: has a oh, sauropod so stampede, except instead of one apatosaurus or sauropod chasing somebody, it's like a whole bunch of them, and they're not chasing. It's a fight or flight. These other carnivores show up and everybody people get trampled and it's a really cool scene it visually is really cool somebody who really wants to see more plant eating dinosaurs hurt people in movies i was just cheering it on <laughs> but and i actually like the big bugs i mean i you feel like yeah, he did put in creatures into yeah. this and that was great his so skull he, island was it's a,
2: he had a to the skull island he it's really a labor did, of love movie, for
1: sure but it's almost but it's, like it's smothering yeah. <laughs> so it's too much
2: so let's so, for me, the original con, the best thing about Con was the fact that you have Skull Island, yeah. the environment, like that slow that that, that uh epitome of uh, special effects at the time. but you're immersed into this this beautiful world and you want to know about, more about it. So I think and transition to 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 Skull Island itself, yeah. that's where that movie i I don't know how it did in the box office. It's one of those movies that I, I once again I saw last week. And I have to say I I thoroughly enjoyed it. I can tell you all – like it did not do what – like Peter Jackson just mimicked King Kong up to date. But this one actually I would say is actually the up to date one in terms of like standards because there's no romance. Like the two – like you you have i'm going to say loki and Brie Larson. Uh, even though it's captain uh, marvel Carf, captain, support, i'm not going to point out how well, many marvel marvel, movie now, so marvel characters are in that movie yeah. but yeah.
1: so we got nick fury <laughs> yeah we've got
2: you got captain the, marvel you got, and loki no you got the guard from uh nova Corps. Yeah, that's true the guard from nova uh who but here's the, here's the thing where like <laughs> skull island made a, i'm going to say personally made a lot of hits that made me really enjoy the film Uh, is that Skull Island is like it's saturated it has the color scheme is very saturated and it's beautiful because it feels humid tropic um which is funny because it's based in the 70s and you guys are talking about these 70s con films which I would never bother to watch um that's me being me. I never have seen the sequel. It's just like it's FB just sequel, so there's too many movies like and it opens one, up like, with a,
1: with a King Kong sized heart transplant. Like yeah, see
0: you. Yeah. You, okay,
2: so you, now you, I need to see it. I guess you got to <laughs> see it for that reason.
1: And and there's and there's hot monkey love.
2: Okay, so there's clips on YouTube and and Pornhub. So, <laughs> but i so the character development is. is it's not super developed, but it's they're interesting. You like these characters, especially John C. Riley's oh, character. He, he is amazing, and the fact that they have the post credit scene just made me love it more. Like, he is amazing. He's
1: really good in it, and there's some great little Easter eggs in there, too. Um, you know, he, the, the bomber jacket that John C. Riley's wearing, and you know, it says, good for your health, which is actually a, a, a nod to Akira, but it's also a phrase that his character steve brule used to say on on tim and eric uh you know for for your health which he actually had said said in an interview had nothing to do with it was actually an akira reference but then if you look at his lapel there's a a patch on his jacket too that says something about you
2: know fighting lizards and it actually shows a skull crawler which is kind of weird so there's a couple connections with that i have to say i'll I'll say this one right away so he when he starts the movie, it's him. He crashes down with a Japanese pilot, and they're fighting each other, and it's it's a pretty epic fight. Yeah, pretty like he's holding a blade, and then Khan breaks it up. But and then you find out later in the movie, like they actually became good friends and such, which is in, which is interesting given like the war that they were fighting in. But not only that, the idea of like I think about like legendary pictures in American American studio holding on to a Japanese property. Like I look at that symbology of like like let's work together. But I mean then again they also killed off The Japanese character Yeah, Uh,
1: And and, you know maybe they'll do something With that I don't know if they have plans to Personally I don't need to see any more Of that relationship I think that would be superfluous But I, I liked That it was referenced that of course These guys are stranded on an island surrounded by monsters and they're going to learn to figure their shit
2: out. Well, now it's, it's symbolic to humanity itself. It's like we're fighting one another and you got Monarch saying there's a bigger threat. Well, and and that's kind of this thing with like Samuel Jackson's characters. So it's like we we gave up on this war and he has this like I'm going to say kind of weak like vengeance for calm, like yeah. Samuel L. Jackson did okay job with his character, but his motivation for killing Kong was actually the weakest part.
0: Well, I yeah, think it was... I also think person. we were talking about the way that in the original Kong film, the... Uh, the I was going to call them soldiers. They're not soldiers, but the sailors um, just kind of threw everything, you know, whoa, it's a dinosaur, let's kill it, and like um, mm-hmm. just kind of threw everything at before stopping to understand or stopping to kind of sense the motivation of the creature. And I think that's what Samuel L. Jackson's character is. He's the reflection yeah. of
2: that. Right, um, right. And the soldiers definitely are. He's also a criticism of but, that. But there's yeah. this idea so, – yeah. there's this one thing where they try to humanize the sol- – or not – I don't want to say humanize. They, they try to connect you to the soldiers and with the uh, Dear Billy, which is like – at first it's just a joke, but it keeps coming. And like, oh, look, hey, dear, dear Billy, this island's this, that. But then when you find like his father's dead and you see the last note and it's like, Dear Billy, your father was this. It's so it's like, you know – I'm glad that was in there. It did not, like, it's one of those things, it's like, you don't see that in a kaiju movie, why would they bother? Yeah, but they, they yeah. I will give them credit, they put these little things where you kind of have some investment in these humans I who are dying off.
0: Given that it was generally a special effects movie, and it, and it functions very well as a special effects movie, it's Agreed, very yeah. fun, very Which, fantastic. like the original <laughs> Kong. <laughs> uh, yeah, but the thing that's different is it does do a fairly good job of familiarizing you with this group of soldiers. It does do a fairly good job of making a kind of a plot for everybody, or if you're, like, people have character it's, arcs it's, and there's...
1: Yeah, it's I, also pretty... It's a pretty simple film. I, I yes, wanna, and it, I it liked
0: you that just about it. You just
2: get to enjoy it. Well, it's, it's kind of like we
0: were talking about earlier, the conclusion we were coming to in agreement on, on the original King Kong is what was the strongest point of that film? Well, it's Skull Island. Skull Island's the thing that's interesting about King Kong. Right. Um, you know, it, the it's Lost World, world of aspect monsters, of, yeah. of King Kong. Yeah. So it really just says, okay, well, we're going to take what's interesting about Kong and about his surroundings, and we're going to a
2: whole movie we're gonna song. make a movie yeah. about that. so it's, skull yeah. island is the star of
0: what, this film you, really and then it's
2: yeah what's beautiful not to interrupt sorry no that's fine but what's beautiful about it is like because colin's in it here and there and that, this is comparison to the godzilla movie that came out by legendary what 2014 yes when when Godzilla was gone, you're stuck with these bland characters <laughs> and, and yeah. other things. But we'll get to that later. But with Khan, you get Skull Island. When Khan's not around, you get Skull Island. Yeah, you get the giant walking stick, and you get the skull cra- and the skull crawlers. I'd like to say is a
1: really cool villain. Yes. Oh For yeah. Creatures because well, I love
0: they're... the fact that it was semi based on um, just just kind like of a quick visual that's in the original. Like Kong. that's a cool you know, concept.
2: Like, like everything else yeah. is a dinosaur you've seen, but that thing's is. It has two legs and a tail. That's crazy. Well, and there's
1: references in, in if you look around the scenery of Skull Island in this film too. There's like a Triceratops skull, so there there were dinosaurs there, but you get the impression that the Skull Crawlers have just kind of just ravaged the the, the ecosystem. Right. And I love that they're... And I love how they brought in the pseudoscience stuff about, like, hollow Earth and that's where these things are living and yeah. they come out every now and then and Kong can handle them when they're young, but there's
0: the big well, one. You know, it, and there's another thing that was great about fun Skull Island is they were able to... and Not the island itself, but the film, but they were able to kind of throw in all of that subplot or the the, the universe development without it ever feeling heavy-handed, which is something... Right. Marvel films have been able to do and other other franchises have not been able to right. figure out. And we'll say that...
2: Yeah, for, for later, late but end for sure. Um,
0: I, I, but they were able to... It, it never feels heavy-handed. It's all there. I feel like it does in the Godzilla film. Again, we'll get there. It feels a little bit more forced. Like, we're building a universe. Like, right, right. This, like, but in
2: a, Skull Island, it's like, hey, we don't need to throw, show them a throat. They're already expecting it. Let's just have a good film. Right. And it was, maybe yeah. it's
0: because Godzilla was already a predecessor to it, and the building blocks have already been put right, in Right, like, you you messed up in the but first there's one. There's no let's reason right. you have to have seen Godzilla at all. Right to get it on on it in Skull Island. Like you're gonna you're gonna finish that movie and you're gonna it, the universe idea is gonna make sense to you. It's not. And
1: Monarch is a, a this agency. This Monarch agency is a really interesting and very subtle thing that is linking. And building this universe—that's really the only thing so far that's been linking these films—is Monarch, and I think that's yeah. really kind of cool. And it—it it brings in a conspiracy theory aspect. It brings in a shadow government
0: type thing. I, and it, but it's, I like that the, the background very present be. in both of those films, and um, we'll we'll build these bridges, I suppose, when we talk about right. the franchise itself. But um, very present in both those films was the kind of conspiracy theory crackpot um, angle of um, mm-hmm. you know believing in monsters and.
2: I want to touch on character because we've gone far. I want to touch on character development because comparing to, there's like forced romances in pretty much every film. But uh, and my girlfriend and I, when we watch these, like um, I love watching movies with her so much because because we talk about we talk about like like trauma related situations and how it motivates a character as well as relationships. And she analyzes like she she's an art therapist, so she she analyzes the, these things and has these. Very fascinating views, and I love these discussions. And we watch yeah, we, right yeah. we we I love to do that. Um. So we've talked about we do this with all of our films, and it's it's a very interesting dynamic. I think why people are talking about one thing, we're talking about this. We watched Skull Island together, and we're both like, "Hey, we like how this Brie Larson and and um, Tom Hiddleston relationship isn't a force; like they just trust each other." Like, maybe they could be partners down the line, like, romantically. But whatever the situation was, they were there, and they worked with each other. There was a balance. And I don't want to watch Con for romance. Right. <laughs> like, you know, that was something that was really tried to be forced in the original.
1: I, I feel like when you see Hiddleston and, and Larson, like, embrace or hold hands or something, it really is a, wow, we're going through some serious shit right now. That Let's you know, not
0: forget the original Poke's fun in itself for having a. Um, Forced romance in it. True. It know. really so, does. But, yeah. There, there, yeah, but there I were some the scenes time, that I thought were
1: a little there, silly, like the beginning where you first see Tom Hiddleston's character in the bar. I thought it was just like, oh, this is a
2: bit derivative. Right. But, but it makes sense with the era of film, actually, because that's where it's like, well, you got that Vietnam jungle scene. It's just like, I think of it more of as like, this is a very colorful scene. It's just red. <laughs> and I think that, um,
0: style wise and subject matter it very much sets itself up as a Vietnam movie right, like it, right. Post, it, the whole post, movie like feels that way
2: like it's, right, like it's right from the start post yeah. like that like we feel like you lost yeah so well, it sets I think itself, itself
0: being a, being a, like a you know a creature feature you know monster movie but it sets itself up in the vein of something like platoon apocalypse now et cetera. Et cetera. and it, it does borrow visually um oh yeah especially from apocalypse now but well one
1: thing we haven't mentioned too is John Goodman.
0: Yeah. John Goodman's performance <laughs> I mean, in that is okay.
1: I mean he's having this resurgence of these characters I never thought he would play, you know? Right. And it was a it was a fun character, especially the scene with him and Samuel L. Jackson when they realize what, what they're it's, seeing on this island and it is Samuel so Jackson's easy. got like a, a gun pointed at him and he's just cool as hell about it. Like, yep. It there's a so giant easy. ape here. There's,
2: that's because it's at that point. It's just like we're on the most dangerous freaking island in the world. There's we just got knocked out of the sky a by an ape. Your gun doesn't do anything. Two
0: of you named in that sentence that are so easy to take for granted because you see them be phenomenal so many times in mm-hmm. everything, and they can just. And it, it, they say that character acting is a dying art, and that people oh, don't no, do it anymore. But I mean, Samuel L. Jackson and John Goodman are two people that are who, prime yeah. examples. And it's so easy to take them for granted because they're always so good can in I, everything
2: they're in. And say who the hell's saying that? Because they need to be double slapped. because yeah, that is Not I, true. true. Awesome. Yeah. Well, the, well, it's
0: these people that good. kind of have a cult following for these method actors that just right. that kind of like worship the, you know,
2: like like oh, I recognize them from this and I like this and that's that's, that's what, what you're Jared Leto s- fans and th- your, that's what sets them like the actors that's unfortunately into that. that it sets those actors into those less like typecast situations. Whereas like the character actors, are, like we get to be whoever the hell we want to be, yeah. who I will note funny anecdote about this. When we're watching the film, my, uh, my girlfriend goes, is that the guy from Roseanne? I'm like, really? That's the, that's what you recognize him from out of everything. He's <laughs> but said, yes,
0: that's but like,
2: yes. That's what 80% it. of
0: your audience is going to say. Is that, you know, is that, or Walter Solchek from Big Lebowski. Yeah. yeah, I mean,
1: but yeah, he, I how, think
0: people really underestimate
1: Cloverfield. Yeah, man. Yeah, Ten Cloverfield oh, Lane. He's crap. he is a. Uh, he's an intimidating force. And and even in Argo, he had a, a great role yeah, in he, Argo. He's always been a really good character actor. Yet people kind of downplay that. I think Samuel yeah. Jackson's Again, been in enough movies, but he's got you know the motherfucker <laughs> thing right. with Samuel Jackson. But, s- but
0: that's and that's another reason it's easy to take for granted how great he is yeah. i mean and, and character actors tend to to be their character I mean, samuel L. jackson very much has his character but he's so good at things and he's yeah. just always um the, the guy can't talk in a film it can be the worst movie in the world and he's always
2: on point like Play he just always samuel L. jackson good. but john goodman's the same I mean, yeah. but that's what it is you get John's to see Goodman both these guys together <laughs> I want I want more movies with these guys. Yeah, like, yeah I, I think they had really. But yes, uh, they played off each other really well. With the, it. And where I
0: was going, long way around, is we come back to we get a scene, a phenomenal scene between those two actors in that movie, and yeah. that's. There's, I don't know. The more we talk about, I,
2: I really liked it watching, when I right? watched it. <laughs> I
0: really liked it, but I'm liking it more and more as as I kind of unpack it. And,
2: and here's here. Here's how I go about movies. I like people do a lot of movie reviews. It's like as soon as they see it. For me, it's just like you got to do a two part. You got to do it when you see it, and then week or two later, how do you feel about later? Because I'll tell you this: I've never had the urge to rewatch Godzilla 2014 Legendary Pictures. Like I saw it once in theaters when it came out, and I haven't had an urge since. I liked it I when I saw it, it
0: recently, and liked it less than I did the first time. So, right, you told which me. is like, man, I, maybe I shouldn't revisit it. But
2: why, when why? you talk really about Con Island, it's like I want to rewatch it. Yeah. I just watched it a week ago. And with that, why don't we? Shift gears segue a bit. this segue into the other half of this, which is
1: the King is, of all so Monsters, the King of Monsters, Godzilla. <laughs> well, so so can, can mm-hmm. you look introduce us a little bit to Eric, uh, like the history, uh, initial history of Godzilla?
0: Well, um, I don't know how much I know and about the initial history, but um, so Godzilla is a movie made in. 1954 54. by Toho Pictures. <laughs> and, yes, and, and I've been soft on the years, yeah, I just opening my notes. Um It's okay. No judgments. Yeah. Uh by Toho Pictures. So just post World War II. It's probably the most interesting thing about this film yeah.
2: very after a traumatic experience for whole nation.
0: Right. Um well, so which tra- more than just, I would
1: say the um the the bombing, but also the rebuilding the the rebuilding and and the the testing in the pacific
2: it's very lucky dragon yes
0: and i've read that it is it is from the filmmaker's perspective which is shiro honda is the director of the film um also we cannot continue with this conversation without talking about uh uh, ichi tsuburaya as well yeah um yeah they're both equal influences on this film and we'll get maybe get into it a little re- later reasons why but i believe in honda's words he actually said that this film was more of a reaction to the lucky dragon to the nuclear tests than it was to the actual bombings of hiroshima and nagasaki yeah. however that does play as a very recent his- or very recent history for the country of japan when this movie comes out this is tokyo Once a city of six
1: million people. What has happened here was caused by a force which, up until a few days ago, was entirely beyond the scope of man's imagination. Now, let's have it, Steve. What about this monster story of yours?
0: Well, it's big and terrible. Toward the city's main line of defense, three hundred thousand volts of electricity strung around the city is a barrier.
2: And I, and like I said earlier, when I was comparing to like the, the American Khan versus Japanese, the Japanese Godzilla is you have um, Americans proud of this accomplishment. We captured a god of an island. Whereas these pe- like the Japanese people are trying to convey this message of like humanity needs to look at like what effects it has because there are consequences that are gonna be paid due. And they not only that, like the whole the whole scene is like it's definitely a metaphor for the trauma that they experienced from, from the rebuilding as well as the the experiments of the bombs and the actual bombing, but um they depict that. Like, this film not only has a strong story, but heart to it. Like, they know firsthand what this looks like, what this feels like, and they convey it with a scene where a mother's holding her children, saying, we're going to be with her, you're going to be with your father soon, Mm -hmm. as they're vaporized. You never saw that, I never saw that in any other Godzilla film since. And and it's
1: important also to note that we're talking about the original Gojira, not the American version of Godzilla King of the Monsters, which came out a few years later and they had, uh, they had spliced in Brandon so,
0: Burr. And... real quick, just no, to, I'm just not. to backtrack. So we get all sure. of this stuff in, um, on video junkyard and <laughs> I'm saying like, we have a long tradition of this being our second show, but, uh, yeah. I do like to, to kind of go around a table here and like kind of get people's, and we did this with the King Kong movie, people's personal histories with the film. Like when were you first exposed to Godzilla? Um, what was the first Godzilla experience you had? And um, when was the first time you actually saw 1954 Godzilla Honda's film unaltered by, you know, the American version? Um,
1: Well, I I first saw... um, My first exposure to Godzilla actually was like a little cheap dollar store Godzilla toy that I got when I was a kid. And I was like, what is this? It looks like a spiky dinosaur with
0: weird teeth. Yeah, absolutely. And 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 that... the, the like Godzilla, the monster, like the yeah. the icon and the the archetype. It, of what's in your head? Yes, yeah. <laughs> I think, every, especially in our generation, like didn't everybody have like a little rubber Godzilla? Like that. Right, that was, was so probably the first mom. time yeah. I ever and, saw. And, it.
1: and oh, yeah. I remember, you know, asking my mom, "What is this thing?" She's like, "Oh, it's Godzilla." And then when when a movie would be on one of the numerous Toho sequels, you know, they I'd watch it for ten minutes and something like that. And you get the gist. It's a big monster that destroys the city. And it wasn't until. Um, high school that I actually saw Godzilla King of the Monsters and was actually impressed like oh this is an actual you know there's a narrative here there's a story here but I'll I'll be honest it wasn't until uh, within the last year that I finally got my hands on a copy of Honda's original Gojira and I was completely blown away by it like it was it was one of literally one of those movies where I watched it late one night the next morning I got up and it was like a Sunday morning so I was home and I watched it again it's, an it's it's an effective. incredibly effective film and it holds up really really well and then the the criteria collection which i highly recommend if you're into Godzilla films you have to get it because it has the original Gojira and it has Godzilla King of the Monsters on it too so you can compare and when i had first seen the americanized version i i knew oh yeah this is you know they dubbed it and they added
0: some scenes so just to and and please hold that thought sure. for just for anyone who isn't aware so in 1954, uh, Godzilla comes out in Japan to kind of mixed reviews from critics. Doesn't open as big as I think Toho Studios wanted it, because it was kind of their flagship. They were a young studio at the time. They were mostly producing comedies and dramas. Um, I think this was kind of their foray into trying to make a King Kong-type film. Yeah. Right, um, once but they, again, but the, a movie
2: that has some inspiration. They hire the Honda, ones.
0: who is a, a dramatist. Um, they hi- hire Superaya, who's a special effects man. Um, according to what I've read about the movie, is Honda essentially directs actors, does the drama pieces of the film, in a studio, um, at the same time concurrently. It's a very short shooting schedule, and concurrently, Ij Subaraya is actually creating these special effects and directing, uncredited, directing these special effects sequences wow. of the film as well. So, like I said, I I, I will always, you know, technically. Um, Ishiro Honda is the director of the film but I think uh, Subaraya gets needs to get a little more credit than just the special effects and miniatures which are incredible by the oh, way they he, really are that's that's enough but he supposedly he was also directing most of the um studio bound effects work as well
1: sure and so. I think a lot of that was lost in the americanized version especially and then later on
0: in the sequel some of it was because
1: because in, I, I was going to say that i I knew that the American version, Godzilla King of the Monsters, with Raymond Burr.
0: Sorry, and I U-turned sure. myself again. I was trying to get to, to the point no. of. So it comes out to open. And then, um, so American studios yeah. get a hold of it, see some potential, commercial potential for it, recut it with Canadian actor Raymond Burr, who's an American film star. Yeah. Um, kind of inserting him into the story. So they use really him. Really poorly. Yeah. I, I, <laughs> in really hindsight, poorly. poorly. Yeah. So I they use like him. In yeah. <laughs> yeah. So they it's insert like, him into the story to kind of give the American view of you know this this thing that's happening in Japan. And I had always
1: heard like they they left some things out. And it wasn't until like I said within the last year that I finally got my hands on the original version. They left out a lot. <laughs> like <laughs> almost half of the film. Yes. I believe confused.
0: it's I believe it's a sixty forty. Like forty yeah. percent of the films probably changed. Probably yeah. altered. I
1: mean it's it's you know, so sixty four. So we're looking at roughly half of this film is completely different. The tone is entirely different. You know, what, what Honda's original film is is really a parable about you know, we've got this force of nature that has been produced by humans. And I mean, even or, or the it's, first it's time... Yeah,
2: Godzilla is a consequence of humans. Yeah, I mean, but the first time... He wasn't necessarily created but a consequence.
1: Of a life. consequence, but it's still like, you know, this is what happens when humans
2: mess with nature. Nature bites back. Versus oh, your yeah. Frankenstein's monster na- type Na- nature created Like like Okay we're gonna bring back Something from Long ago Yeah Cause it was It was add, something that
1: Add your strength To and it even, And even And even like how, how It's funny Cause I, I know Plenty of other paleontologists That like to criticize The way Godzilla looks like Oh he's got like A dog like face And stuff And it's like Yeah maybe But you know what There's something about That design that's important Because when he first Comes out of the water The head looks like A mushroom cloud Coming out of the water There's some symbolism There hello right. Um, but all of that was lost Like the whole thing All of the references to Lucky Dragon number 7 are gone Yep In the American version Any references to Hiroshima and Nagasaki are gone Pretty much all Even of the political the ending way. is completely different Because and, and obviously we've talked about spoiler alerts here But in the original um, In the original version The ending is kind of this Whoa well we, we handled that But it could come back again this could happen again, and the American version is like, "Well, we're done with that now. Well, we it. fixed it," well, and that's
2: not the way it works. So I can't tell you it's it's a it's a f- like it's fragmented all of my experiences because I know it was always there. And it's always that thing. I remember Godzilla being on a paddle ball thing, like my grandma gave me for Easter. Like, and I remember getting the Super Godzilla game because it was my first game I got for my Super Nintendo, which is incredibly disappointing. So if any par- parents do your research um I played it like crazy though cuz you know you get the exact That's thing right. but uh and it's the reason I know the themes on to this day <laughs> but I would say it's it's I enjoyed these like the films of Toho's or like I enjoyed uh, Godzilla vs Destroya Space Ga- if it was on TV I got to watch it Godzilla was a rarity like if it's like I'm watching basic and anal- analog whatever like three channels. You get three channels for me growing up. That, that's kind of my age now. Um, if I got it, it was a treat. So now that I'm older and you have the access to it, and I also watched the first Godzilla, the 54 version. Uh, I'd say around when I was 25, and it was just the Japanese version. And I think it was on Netflix at the time, and it was the only one on there. And instantly it's just like this is an incredible film. Like it's. I didn't even. I. I still haven't to say seen the American version. I do have that collection where it has both. I still haven't bothered. Why it's it's worth I?
1: watching. It is it, worth watching just to kind of see. I don't. Like, the the it, I propaganda that. in a way. You I, know? I, I
0: yeah, I was gonna that. say it's interesting to see but how cuz they just still do it to this day maybe right. not to quite as heavy-handedly but they still alter foreign films think, for American release I
2: think it's one of those things for me it's just like I just don't want to witness it again, like that happening that that americanization of something nothing against and I don't it. want to interrupt your story I'll go right back to it but I don't think it's a totally
0: ineffective film I don't think it thematically right. totally moves away from it it does take out the any sort of blame towards america that kind of exists in um
2: and the and that's where it's just like for, for me I guess as an artist if you had someone to take my art and reimagine it like this but it's just like you took away the message here because I feel like in Godzilla like it's like well we took away the American blame in the American version like you said but the thing is is like but this is an idea of like humanity yeah, they, not not Japanese they not go, American humanity they go, like
0: full on into nuclear deterrent it, it, it still has, has a message, message. It, I mean it, it, it,
2: I it does like, and 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 but, the end of that film is sacrifice. Like, the, the one guy says, like, I have something that beats the A-bomb, and I don't want anyone to ever realize it, and it's the only thing that's going to defeat this creature. I'm going to die with it.
1: Well, what I think is really interesting here is we, we started talking about King Kong, which was, it, it, King Kong has always been effects. It's always been effects-driven. And Godzilla, it, It's even the first two versions, the original Gojira and then Godzilla King of the Monsters, both are political films i mean the, the original one is a political film uh you know the because there were other other films coming out at the time that were using sci-fi and horror in japan as a way of kind of dealing with the aftermath of, of of nuclear weapons and then you've got the american version which even though they downplay all of that the fact that it exists the way that it does is
0: a political move well and I'll, I'll go shortly into some of my history with the godzilla movies and that's the I I had seen uh, on cable when I was a kid, so Sci-Fi Channel I think and etc. used to play Godzilla movies. I I saw many of the uh, I think Showa era um, Godzilla films, and they they're great for what they are. I mean, they're they're fun, they're they're fun really like fun
2: movies. And I really I really enjoyed them. It was a good way to burn an afternoon in the summertime. You can have like, a, it's a good way to, like if you ever like a party and you just like want to throw a film, everything okay. dies down. You can just sit and enjoy. Um. Then
0: I bought a two-pack, and I think it was, or maybe a three-pack of VHS tapes at one point that had Godzilla King of the Monsters. I think um, Godzilla versus Mecha Godzilla and Terror of Mecha Godzilla, and I like the Mechagodzilla. Um, yeah, I, I remember both of those being pretty good movies, by the way. But uh, I remember watching Godzilla King of the Monsters and being very blown away by it, which is funny because that same thing's going to happen again later in my you know early adulthood when I see the original 1954 movie. It's going to take it that much further, but. Yeah. That's 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 why I don't want to totally sell it short because it's a repackaged film. Um, It it still was very affecting, effective. um, Are you talking the King of Monsters? No, the 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 Raymond Burr recut. So yeah, I mean,
1: I think it has its it's it has its merit, but it it lost something. And and there's been number a number of films that have done this too. You know, we we in the past we've talked about things like Dawn of the Dead, where we one thing we didn't mention is that there's there's uh, Argento's cut of that. Oh yeah, and that's. Quite different in tone and in theme mm-hmm. than than George Romero's, and you know, there's a there's a number many, of times
0: many people like it better. But yeah, okay. and
1: and, and there's there's some differences here in in the way that uh, you know, films can be recut, and it's, it's from an artistic perspective, I think it's very interesting, and as long as it's done in good taste, right? If somebody oh, took yeah, somebody's, yeah. and they remix it, mm-hmm.
0: it, it can take
1: a lot of have disastrous
0: consequences too. It like, can't.
2: It, it, it's we, a
0: risky, We have seen recently many examples, I don't want to crawl off on this tangent, but we've seen examples of, of where studios have decided to either change a filmmaker in the middle of making a film, or have decided to yeah. um, totally recut or go back and totally reshoot an act of a film. Uh, it almost never works and, that way.
2: This is my transition into to the recent legendary, mm-hmm. uh, is that I would actually argue, because you had the legendary pictures Godzilla, and then years a few years later, very, sh- sh- uh, Shoho, oh, uh, sorry, Toho, it's Shoho. Toho, it's Showa
1: and Toho, to- yeah. Toho. Together it's Toho, to confused,
2: uh, it's re- re-released their own, like, released their own updated version, which once again, it's just, the legendary pictures is once again just the king of the monsters, for me, like, yeah. This this is very Americanized. It's from Americans'
1: perspective, of, of and you're following an
2: American soldier the whole time. Right. And it's 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 nothing against the American military. It's just the idea of that it's a very base. I don't. Well, care about
0: the, the thing is, is it, had, it has nothing to do with him being a soldier. Is the fact that the character is pretty much not developed whatsoever. You no, never it, feel like you the, get uh, to know his to, character. Or like I mean, is is there? I, I almost like. I mean, don't. And it's, they, I guess we're, I guess we're going to jump right into this, like, yeah, him. exactly. Like, he I is, didn't feel a thing for this guy. Is, family, is, right there, is, well, is there
1: anything... <laughs> he something? happens to always be in the right place at the right
0: time. That's about it. He was super lucky. Let me, lucky. But let me hear, um, compare this directly to Honda's 1954 movie. He focuses his dramatic part of the uh, story in, in Godzilla on one family of people as well. It's very similar. And I think that's where Gareth Edwards' script is going in you the, have the legendary, like.
2: The daughter yeah. and. A love, love
0: triangle thing. Yeah, I mean, yeah. It, I think it's very much based on Honda's original um, but, film. But, but is the there is, a central
1: you, theme in, in Gareth Edwards' Godzilla? I mean, but that's there the thing was is, like, Honda's. did
0: you ever feel anything? I think in Honda's movie, you, you are very connected to the, the, the characters that you get to know personally. The, to, um, well,
2: it's it's It's, it's um, like, scientist.
0: Dr.. Um, Dr. I don't remember. I know Serizawa is the doctor who created the oxygen diffuser, the oxygen, the diffuser, ox- oh, the right oxygen right. weapon. Uh, yeah, yeah Serizawa is the...
2: Versus Godzilla, where in the next movie, who you have as a scientist, somebody who would dedicate their lives, a great actor, die within the third mo- the right. third act. Well, but... then they replace him with um,
0: totally wasted uh, Ken Watanabe is, um, mm-hmm. plays Dr. Sarazawa in legendary pictures film, mm-hmm. which I assume was kind of based on to be the same character but he's totally underused he's not the person that comes up with the you
2: know um, but he's great at making memes like let them fight <laughs> but yeah uh, well, i look forward basically... to seeing more of him in the future yeah, films yeah. no. because, okay. and him and monarch as well like uh, but that's another thing too it's just like oh another character actor i enjoy and he gets and in very process, little screen like time really mm-hmm. empty like
0: it almost feels like, from a script standpoint, it couldn't figure out what it wanted to be. Whether it wanted to be essentially Honda's original film, where you're 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 viewing this national disaster through the eyes of a family, essentially, so a close connected group of people that kind of all are in, involved in. Who mm-hmm. are um, terrible at you know,
2: communication and keeping track of their kids? <laughs> um,
1: yeah, <laughs> in 2014,
0: surprisingly. Yeah, um,
2: it's just and God, let's talk about like the the big kaiju in the room and that that's the fact that they even show godzilla for most of the film where you have skull island if you don't get khan you get skull island yeah. whereas you where you have godzilla you get freaking cardboard cutout characters and Lutos, and, and who did have who are, flavor gone who Lutos are were cool
0: but you know, like really i haven't play. seen cloverfield in a few years but correct me if i'm wrong that they're kind of similar there's some to similar
1: yeah in, in, in like, concept design these kind of bat like walking things, yeah. except these have more like can opener faces, and <laughs> I mean, I liked the Mutos, I thought they were cool, I'd love oh, yeah. to know more about their evolution and their origins, which is something that even going back to the old Toho and Showa era, they they always kind of pulled that in, you know, like Godzilla is a godzilla whatever the hell that is, but it's been mutated, and there's all these other creatures that you can tell where they derived from, right? Mm-hmm. But you know, Monster X, of course, is from space but, but then you've got like it's the the mutos it's like they're just how did this thing what did it come from is it a mutated bug of some kind who knows I don't know
0: it came uh, from the hollow earth
2: uh, right yeah, and something. they
0: they the explanations in that film um, are pretty much throwaway lines like they'll just kind of exactly like mm-hmm. just like well I crawled out of the
2: earth I I hate to say but let's face it it's it's King of the Monsters fused with ninety eight
1: yeah I was I was finding a way to try to bring that up it's, I mean it, that's what it is which I did rewatch recently.
2: Oh, by the way, that was a movie. <laughs> that was a movie as a kid. I really enjoyed, but Me that's too. because I was a kid and yeah, I was totally into right, the marketing. The right and that's a cool. It, it was a cool design for Godzilla. Uh, my memories of '98 Godzilla are all very pleasant ones,
0: which is which is funny because when you brought it up, I groaned. But it's because I I, I don't think I want to rewatch it. I, I would rather think, uh, and I and I probably will someday, but I'd rather keep my my pleasant childhood memories of it being. An enjoyable One movie thing I, I will
1: say about it, having rewatched it recently, is that, okay, it's not Godzilla, and I do love how Toho refers to the 98 Godzilla simply as Zilla because <laughs> Columbia <laughs> took the god out of it, Did you? but it, I do think from a creature design perspective, the 98 Zilla is cool-looking. He's not Godzilla as far as I'm concerned, but right. it's a cool, big-looking monster. You know, it's this... Bizarre marine iguana that's been mutated. And I, I think i wrong, but cool. didn't
0: Toho in a
1: later Toho film? Um, Final Wars. Final Wars. In Final yeah, Wars. yeah and Godzilla. Final Wars. Godzilla dispatches Godzilla, Godzilla eight, seconds. eight yes. seconds. Yeah, which is which exactly is a great movie, by the way. It's very
0: Because I don't, don't remember if I've seen, but I have.
1: Final Wars is good.
2: It's the 50th birthday edition, so they brought pretty much almost all the monsters onto the. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I know it's like yeah, they wiped him out. In like eight
0: it was in Sydney at the time.
2: Final Wars they
0: announced that they was going to be the worst Godzilla movie they were going to make and right. yeah
1: it's but, like it's like kiss farewell tours you yeah you exactly. <laughs> just keep having them but i actually I'm, i've enjoyed some of the 2000 onward Godzilla they're, films they're, they're really quite good um, like you mentioned you know Godzilla 2000 was good i thought Final Wars was a lot of fun um, there's even the those uh, the Mecha Godzilla one that came out around that time too that was really That's really so good yeah like, and there's yeah. Two right and we could do dozens of, of episodes of, of this when, of this podcast simply on godzilla
2: not just that like this is one that's not mentioned enough i found and we did this during our research for our yeah. project uh i was introduced to uh gamera all oh, yes. the gamera films but not just that the, the three that were made in the 2000s which i easy. which let me put it this way when i did the research and i watched them they were so i was so fascinated and, and and i enjoyed them so much i bought them on blu-ray like yeah. that moment on amazon i've seen the them. first of the more recent
0: gamera movies and i was very impressed with it yeah um i then heard, I heard the it's terrible. older gamera movies are all kind of like i've heard they're good in, the, in their own way but they're all very
2: very cool it's like it's like 1960s batman yeah it's like Adam yeah. West batman
1: yeah. yeah where he's doing the where he's yeah, flipping on the bar and he, you know, yeah. he's spinning and stuff like that but no the the, the 90s go. 2000s ones are actually <laughs> quite good and you know there's there's a number of obviously Godzilla sequels you know Godzilla they, they, they're they all of, of varying quality. You know, there's what's the, I think it was the second or third Godzilla sequel where it's a little boy's dream the entire time that he's on Monster Island and he's befriended, you know, Tadzilla or Godzuki so or, or Son of Godzilla. Son of Godzilla think thinking, and there's yeah. It's really, really At corny. At least Japanese name I think is Son of Godzilla. But, you know, well, then we have the other kaiju as well that are brought into this shared universe, which I, I brought up earlier before we started recording, but I thought it was really funny that right now I'm seeing a lot of articles saying, you know, Toho is talking about doing a shared universe kind of like Marvel. What would that look like? Like like it always has.
2: I mean, they've always yeah. done crossovers with Mothra. I was going to say cuz they started and...
0: Mothra started off as a star of its own, its own
2: film and, Right. Um, like... By the way, Mothra itself, which is very much like a con, mm-hmm. but got it right. Mm-hmm. Mothra at the first movie is phenomenal. The yeah. other movies afterwards are actually not that great. But the first oh, one actually one of Mothra those
0: is... also in a Shiro Honda film, I believe. Mm-hmm. I think it, like it a lot of those, did like, a lot of the Godzilla sequels. He did. And he, yeah. the, the, that that unfortunate good... third sequel, I believe, is also one of his movies. Yeah. Too.
2: It just does a good job, because Mothra is an actual antagonist in the film mm-hmm. as a guardian of Earth and such, and is attacking humanity for its, you know, what it did for fucking up. But it, it's kind of, it has its weird parts. It has a weird end. But it's definitely a a solid film. It's enjoyable. It's like watching Skull Island in a way. Well, say. and, and before
1: we get into kind of legendary finish up with talking about legendary I would
2: like to know everybody's impression here briefly of shin godzilla oh my god that is that is one of those movies where i'm sorry i grabbed this from you (laughs) this is one of those movies where it's just like I like your enthusiasm. Similar to how I felt when I watched 54. And it's so the director the director of it also he's the creator of the Neon Genesis Evangelion series, which is one that I personally enjoy. And he, he rebooted the series um a few years ago with uh but 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 he, he and he stopped from it. So he he he's making four, but he stopped from that to work on God's, Shin Godzilla and, and it translates. Like so I'm getting the best of these both worlds. Like I, I love anime. And, and so, seeing this in the live action, you see these influences within this culture. This is a terrifying creature, yeah. and and it's once again humanity. It it doesn't focus on necessarily individual relationships. You have individual characters, but it's the idea of Godzilla is this combination of weird biomatter caused by like like human waste, nuclear waste, yeah. and, and then you have humanity as as a collective and not only that government trying to wipe it out and some people had some criticisms about that and those people don't matter it's (laughs) because it is it's different from the normal formula and it's the idea of humanity uniting to do this thing and working together and then it kind of hints at the end that godzilla also might be turning into a community with that little bit of those creatures and if you know this director it's definitely like his style like that that these gods. And I, go ahead. I was
0: gonna say, and that, that, that's what kind of like shocked me wouldn't be the right word, um, but impressed me about the movie is the style is very different from anything I think that's been entered into the pantheon of Godzilla films. Thematically, I think it's right on with the original yeah. Godzilla movie, but it's executed very differently. Right. But, um, it's it's paced frenetically. It's um, very much about how government deals with crisis, yes. and obviously coming off of. Um,
1: the Fukushima uh, yes. nuclear disaster, oh, yeah. which is really—I mean—you you look at the original '54 Gojira was inspired by how do people handle the nuclear testing, like Lucky Dragon, and that crisis, and then here we have an update. We haven't seen this in any updated Godzilla film. You know, like I asked you know, what to the legendary one. There really is no main theme to it. '98 obviously was just a cash grab. But in in Shin Godzilla, it's going back to let's use this giant radioactive lizard as a metaphor for a thing that has happened, and in this case,
0: it was for well in, Shima. In, uh, That brings me to an interesting point that that uh, Ryan just touched on a bit is we've always seen Godzilla as a giant radioactive lizard, but in this movie,
1: He's... I mean,
0: is he is
2: he's just a collection of like whatever was eaten that waste down below like he started as a single-celled organism and other things he's evolution he he's he is pure accelerated and he adapts to everything they throw at him and it shows it it's disgusting and wonderful (laughs) how they show it first of all it shows kind of like
0: there's definitely a strong criticism of like red tape government yeah. like how long it takes to get something yeah done. i love yeah, I the meeting say, to meeting like,
2: how many people we need to go through to it get... is mostly
1: the same people they just shift the tables yeah, and then they'll sit
2: back but that's the thing too <laughs> that kind of touches on makes fun of like okay our can com- like even our structure isn't perfect and it needs to evolve but it's like pointing at the pre- previous godzilla films or any kaiju film where you have a military presence you just focus on the general and and then you see a few subordinates this is the subordinates like okay he is incompetent but which eventually leads to him being killed and now they have to take the mantle and this is the idea of like like the idea of government workers you like you just judge them all as this one basic thing but it's like well these are people who went into this field to actually do something and you got the red tape
0: well and you have an ineffectual prime minister at the beginning of the film that kind of refuses to make a decision yeah very indecisive relying on ends advisors ends up suffering you know know pretty
2: much him and his entire cabinet are dark uh the dark Knight series with the, the mayor who's like, does this help my po- poll poll right exactly. There's, there's
0: a lot of like current
2: world political
0: commentary,
2: like in America too, as well. Cause yeah, I mentioned yeah. the Americans like trying to like in cringe, we're just gonna, we're just up. gonna bomb it. It's like, yeah. we can, and they're like, and it was a very serious, like, don't you dare ever bomb Japan? Yeah. Well, and there's a serious oh, discussion God. on what
0: gives you the right. Like, yeah, like how, there how, is. how do you like, why, how, how can you just say, I'm going to blow up your country, you know? Um, I, I
1: would I would go so far as to say Shin Godzilla is probably the
0: most important Godzilla
1: film since
2: 1954. Agreed, yeah. agreed.
1: It, and it so is too. I think an important and that's important why I think film.
0: thematically, like it it ha- it says a lot of the same or not the same things, but it has the same kind of effect that the 1954 film. There's so much going on, to, like food for thought in the movie. Um, people are always, if I recommend Godzilla to someone who's not really familiar with it, they generally have a weird reaction, like uh, you know. That it's all going to be the silly monster movie they've seen clips of on YouTube. When you say no, you know, go back and watch Godzilla, the original nineteen fifty four Honda cut. Mm-hmm. Um, I think I generally I've not recommended that to someone. That doesn't come back and go like, oh wow, that was a really good movie. Mm-hmm. And so that would be my like to anybody listening to this that hasn't seen it. I mean. Mm-hmm. Go check it out. I think you will have a similar reaction, and, and, I, think, and I think and the Shin Godzilla as well. in there um, too. Yeah, especially if you, nowadays. If you've seen the Legendary movie and we're left a little underwhelmed. I mean, I don't hate the Legendary movie. It's it's it is what it is. No, but, no, no,
2: like uh, like like I said when I first watched, it, I enjoyed it, but after a time, it's like, oh, it really has no substance. Yeah. and it's
1: hard and it's visually hard to watch. It's right. It's very dark. Shit. I don't think we touched on that.
0: If you want to, yeah,
2: like, yeah. I, I mean, like, 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 oh. I was saying
1: before, like, I so I went and saw it in theaters, and there are some clap. You know, clapping scenes in it where, like, when he's using the radiation breath, like, right down the gullet of that Muto. I mean, I was was clapping in the theater, but you have to really train your eyes to watch this film. I've tried watching it at home, and I can't because Because, it's like I have to have a pitch black room. You can't see anything on the screen.
0: Very dark movie, as in not just subject matter, but like, well, very dark and. It, but it's are tries to be, it's like, subject
2: matter it's kind of weak but it. are there right. are there yeah. any
1: scenes yeah. though in legendary in, in Gareth Edwards Godzilla that really stood out to you though as there... like this is this is a, a well paced and well blocked scene or just I'm I really gonna
0: it. say that, like every Godzilla movie when it finally gets to Godzilla versus Muto's in San Francisco. It does pay off. It There's some off. payoff there. Like it's all of a sudden, that becomes a Godzilla movie, but it never feels like it before that. And, and I that's... don't like that it gives all the screen time to the Mutos because I don't love. Them.
2: It doesn't even give it to them much.
1: I will say the well, I guess it gives it scene. to the
0: the family that you don't really understand. Like their care. Yeah.
1: I did like this the the tsunami scene with the with the lanterns and everything and the street. And here's another that we, was a cool like scene. We were talking
0: of, about yeah. when we talked about the remake of Dawn of the Dead the other day. We were talking about it. A movie that has kind of a an intriguing and kind of devastating introduction, um, yeah. which is the two thousand four Dawn of the Dead*. I feel like this has that too with Brian Cranston and um, yeah. what's her name, the French actress, but that plays his wife in the movie um, *Juliette Binoche*. Yeah. So. yeah, yeah. Um, like, that had a but good scene yeah, I was yeah. going to say there the, the, that introduction to the to the plot and his character was inc- incredibly interesting, and I feel like it reached it actually. The only moment in that entire film that kind of tugged at the heartstrings or kind of got you, um, mm-hmm. you know, feeling the importance of that. Right. Lose, you know, the loss of his wife. Um, and then they didn't do like it. What would Brian Cranston have another job he had to go away
2: to or something like I don't know. No, that. no. The, the character was originally from what I understand, because i read some criticisms about it. The character was always going to die. And I understand that it had to because it was the motivation for, for our quote unquote main character um to to drive forward and do these things but it's one of those things where it's just like yeah it made sense but it's almost like they went with an archetype like they were just like play a soldier and play him like you've seen every soldier
0: played in a 70s action movie and that's what it is (laughs) it was just such a kind of off-putting choice for that film like why you were trying to build your the, the the plot of the film around this family and around them trying to come back together amongst all of this carnage that's going on
2: so you're saying that but, and I believe that that's probably what they were doing but that's but it just I doesn't come through, no
0: it do, you don't feel it at all. Like I said the you only mo- the only moment mm-hmm. I felt was the, the Cranston Benishade mm-hmm. uh through the door conversation when um, you know when he had to close the door on her and then she finally made it to the it, Right. That that's a great scene. Yeah. Then, you know, basically if you watch that and then you can hit fast forward or you know skip your tracks till the end at the when the Godzilla finally squares off against the MUTOs in San Francisco, and then you've seen everything that's well, worth seeing in that what, movie. What,
2: once again, going like what I said about when you review a MUTE movie, I haven't seen it since 2014, and that's it. That's it. It's yeah. just the final fight and the beginning. That's mm-hmm. the only thing. And a few parts here and there, but just flashes. Nothing that's really substance in my mind. Yeah, and well, the first time I saw
0: it, and I think I mentioned this, but I never mm-hmm. actually said why, but the, I saw it, and I, and I generally liked it. Mm-hmm. Um, I went that- back and watched it again recently, and I think I liked it less and i think that has to do with the fact that i was so excited um by godzilla getting an american big big screen treatment that was supposed to be like you know doing him justice and the the movie did get fairly good reviews so like it i was expecting it to be good and i I was excited to see where it was going and um i didn't have that excitement the second time i watched it and i think then then it shows just glaringly that underdeveloped characters and such so i would have the and and i really really liked rogue one but everything else i've seen of gareth edwards i would kind of make the same criticism if you guys have seen monsters, monsters it, which it was, has some of the same issues i have with godzilla yeah
1: yeah and it it, it showed that there was definitely that was and, and keeping in mind why he another was hired director was brought
0: in to reshoot 25 odd percent of rogue one yeah. Um, at the end so you know i but i think it's, and i don't want to i don't want to I, I i never want to use this as a platform to talk shit about a director I, well I, uh, it, it's it's that, it's,
2: cri- I, it's cr- constructive criticism like you right. have strong points but this is where you need well in general it's, it's, gareth edwards is somebody yeah.
0: I, I respect and i think I, it's
2: it's,
1: it's, a, it's clear that that monsters maker, had yeah. it, monsters was definitely more of an emotional film and I, I liked monsters for the fact that the monsters were the backdrop of this really weird new world that we'd be living in under Mm -hmm. those circumstances where you've got these like quarantine zones to keep the weird octopus monster alien things out Mm -hmm. and i really liked that there was this bizarre force force of supernatural nature um and i can see why they picked him to do godzilla Mm -hmm. i can see why unfortunately that's not what we want in a godzilla film we we don't want godzilla in the background
0: we want right Godzilla in the foreground, and that's maybe exactly what they did wrong. With, in my opinion, is, is yeah. Godzilla is too much in the background. And, and they they if you looked at Kong, Kong Skull Island, they he certainly was right did there that. In in some other Godzilla movies that are out look
2: here. at Shin. It starts with disaster, like you don't know what it is, but it causes some destruction. Trying to figure out what it is, shows up again. This time on land, causing some crap. We're getting a better idea of what this is. Goes away. And then re-emerges. Well, I would
1: say the original Gojira and Shin Godzilla both, you know, they both hit the same mark, which is we are watching the evolution of a series of catastrophic events and you're following people as they are are witnessing this, but they're all, they're not as much dealing with their own lives during this. It's how are they dealing with this catastrophe? And if you look at the 2014 Godzilla, it's more of how are these people trying to live their lives during these this catastrophe, well, and that's not as interesting, I think, for audiences as how are they dealing with the catastrophe itself.
2: Well, here's where Shin and and 1984, Godzilla, uh, 54, sorry, 1954 Godzilla, are similar, and where the legendary Pictures Godzilla is different is Godzilla is the forefront. He is the disaster. Yes. He's the contract catastrophe sorry catastrophe destroying the, this world whereas in legendary it's another monster even from yeah. the beginning an, the other monsters are the reason for this well, event to occur me about he just shows up yeah.
0: Yeah. the legendary approach to it like even i was surprised by this but even at the beginning of that film they're already like oh you know we're aware of godzilla and here's all these historical things so i'm like whoa okay so it's Only it's already
2: organization even, yeah it's mm-hmm. it's
0: like well yeah but yeah. character-wise like it's already this in this universe, we're already aware that there is a Godzilla, and so we're we've entered somewhat sequel territory already. So we yeah. could say that this Godzilla has is really a continuation of at
2: least the 1984. You're thinking about 20 years to become Godzilla. a mountain, um, oh, <laughs> well.
0: um but R- ripped, ripped, ripped Zilla, but um, where Shin Godzilla really feels like a reboot to me, like this is a new.
2: That's a modern age yeah, like, with very similar th- well and, yeah. and I'd like yeah. to ask, you know yeah, yeah.
1: when we talk about the evolution of Godzilla in film I think we also have to address and i would be interesting I, I would love to hear your guys take on this the, the change in the design of Godzilla over the years I mean you've got the early ones which were very similar and then I'd say uh, 80s 90s into the 2000s he had a little bit more of an edgier look and then Shin Godzilla looks totally different we've already talked about how the 98 one is just off yeah. real. Well, I mean, but
0: in the Shit really, Godzilla design, I mean, the creature is terrifying again. That's right. Really. I think it it's actually, I think, actually, I mm-hmm. think it actually pilots. is scary again. It probably has a similar feeling that audiences sitting down in, in the dark in 1954 and watching that film. I think you're well, having a similar. It, but what about glows,
1: what about just, yeah? Glows, and what do you think understand. about uh, about Legendary 2014? Well, that that was a, a a new take on
0: Godzilla.
2: I feel I like. I feel Socky. like
0: the Legendary Godzilla is more again, just like the film itself. It's just kind of a like update I, of the original yeah. monster. Where the Shin Godzilla monster, although it, it it has some similarities, is is a very different. Here,
2: here's here's how I'll, I'll, I I approach it visually. Is that it's uh Legendary Godzilla is very like makes sense for the time it's an updated how how do we like things angular now and such and so forth where shangodzilla just looks like he himself is a pain to exist like he is uncomfortable with his existence he you see his his skeleton like with barely any skin he like his hands are in this crippled arthritis like state his eyes are unblinking and staring his teeth are jagging looks Uh, like he's just the uh, whole thing eyes was
0: part of the reason
2: the whole thing looks like he, and, and even say like, oh, he goes in the water to cool off. He's, he's, he's unstable. Like well, I, I love that after
1: the radiation blasts out of him, he goes into this dormant recharge state yeah. where he's just impenetrable during that. I love that. Well, it Rose's also gives him a time
0: bomb kind of aspect, yeah, because like, they use that as a, if you so. While him, he's in this dormant state, up. we have to learn, you know, we have to learn this much more about him. We have to figure yeah. out how to come, you know, before he comes back. The clock is ticking. It gives them and, like, and that
2: that that confidence too. Just like I'm just going to stand right here and sleep while you guys can't do anything. about now,
1: it. Now, supposedly, Toho is trying to do this this new shared universe again, not the same as the Legendary, which is what we'll we'll talk about in a moment, but. They're, they're talking about doing a new shared universe with all these other famous kaiju. And I've read that they're not planning on taking it off from Shin. No,
0: that they're going go to gonna be its own thing.
1: Shin's its own thing, but this new Which they Toho. are going to do
0: more Shin in, from that. But oh, they are. Supposedly, they yeah. Should. That'd be cool, but they're um, going to be doing these new
2: Godzilla Well because Toho the things. filmmaker
0: is, is tied up with other commitments... Um, they're gonna move on in their own direction supposedly i
2: hope so because i follow that series you guys don't and i need to know what happens next (laughs) because do another reboot this will be toho's fifth
0: is it five reboots of godzilla so they're gonna do another one but they did say they're not closing the door on shin godzilla they could they would love to do another one of those so we're thinking we're looking at two divergent it's like the dc films and the dc tv shows yeah, <laughs> well, but you know what? I don't mind. Godzilla's always been a little confusing, and you know what? At the end of the day, I'm not
2: sure the continuity is no. super
0: important to the series.
1: There's never been much of a of a uh, timeline. Yeah.
2: So, I've been thinking about this a lot, and the idea uh, since Marvel, like, there of course, there's always been like these superhero films, but Marvel is very interesting because it has this I like shared universe. It did a good job of, tr- I think it did a good job of taking elements of comics and making them films and like you have these separate stories that link to a whole and now because of the financial like oh it's making money everyone else wants to jump in on it and so you mentioned toho probably like how would this universe look with toho um you can say the same with like the universal monsters there's this quote-unquote shared universe but it's clearly a low budget more on concept than it is on story like
0: universal Monsters. Like, yeah
2: universal like films. when you have like you have like werewolf Wars, man frank and yeah and then you have the, house, the verses have the like all these verses and houses yeah, yeah. but but the the thing is is like they're not they're like the toho godzilla's like godzilla verses it's just like it's this cool in concept low on i mean, i would say look or that. hammer films where yeah. it's like you just you just generate to generate and if something sticks it sticks if it doesn't it doesn't oh well it's not much whereas the marvel you have a disney budget and you have a decade of building this. If you so look at, it was universe building that
0: Marvel did right. They yeah. started small. They started with, you know, they well, started with characters. They started and he... with...
2: Just so you know, there is a Marvel comic with Godzilla versus oh, like sure. the Avengers. Well, I'm sure. yeah, I'm sure um, there, Toho is franchising Godzilla to everything, especially around the time we grew up. We
0: talked about yeah, everybody owning their little. There was an like animated series, and
2: yeah, which I, I and was also an just...
0: animated series that followed the '98 film.
2: Yeah, oh it's fucking fantastic. Uh, yeah, That's what I I watched it was yeah, when I was it was kidding. a lot of fun.
0: Um, you know, the the,
1: the animated one from the 70s that had zuki and it was just yeah. kind of silly. It was a, okay, It was of it yeah. its
0: era, like yeah. It was a yeah. Hanna-Barbera one, but um and and just so like I don't know if we went on um and for anyone who isn't aware, just wanted to let you know how this ties in. We started all of a sudden talking Marvel, but the movies, legendaries. 2014 Godzilla film and Kong Skull Island that we talked about previously are part of Legendary's new Monsterverse universe yep. and the um, next
1: one is going to be Godzilla King of the Monsters a new one yeah uh, coming out next year 2019 yep just got pushed back a little bit but it...
2: you know what if that's fine because they're they're showing some progression with Kong if they just see what they did wrong with zilla like the first Godzilla and, and um see where they succeed in Kong I think like that's because as it is Toho, like you got to look at a franchise's strengths. Like, why did people watch this? Like, each thing has its own different thing when you look at the medium it's in, and these are fun. You want to watch monsters fight. You want to be in awe, and you want to have that idea of like, how is this affecting us as humans? Mm-hmm. And here's the thing with Mecha Godzilla too. Like, added to that, Mecha Godzilla is humanity. Yeah. Like throwing their edge in and like humanity we're like we're just mimicking somebody else that's stronger (laughs) but it comes back and it
1: attacks them
2: but it's a cool thing like they could have this universe i think because here's where i'm going to go back i mentioned the gamera trilogy that i watch it's it's a universe that is affected by the appearance of these creatures and it continues it's not like other tohos like we're briefly touch on like oh it's casual every day it's like this Okay, so our world's fundamentally changed, and we don't know how to deal with it. And that's something with you are going to have this shared universe is you have to have this. Now you, the world knows of Godzilla. They didn't know about Khan because it's in the se- 1977. That's the setting, yeah. but now they know about Zilla and these like the possibilities, other things like that. Right. Need that We've universe to, if that you have, have a shared universe. The, uh, the Monarch folks know
0: about Khan at the point right. They of do, they should, which they which they do at the end of. At the end, end of, of Kong, Kong, Skull Island. Yes. Did you see the post-credits yes. sequence? Okay, yeah. So, actually, my favorite scene in the movie is... It? Yeah, it's, it's really cool. So Not the, really, but course, that's the one that
2: got you like excited. And, of course, you know, it teases like, oh, Mothra, that it teases kid. Rodan,
0: and it teases
2: King Ghidorah,
1: right?
2: Yeah. Ghidorah <laughs> has to be, like, the Loki or... or than, no, it has to be the Thanos. I'm going to say Thanos now. Thanos of this universe. Like, they have to have these monster movies, and when King Ghidorah shows up... Because you have these monsters fighting over Earth. King Gadara's from space. Well, yeah, and that's a and, and to that's already right.
1: been teased by the current right. cast. You know, they're they're already like, yeah, Monster X expected in this one. It's this, and they've already teased it as like this satellite image. It's this force of nature. It's going to be awesome, right? But and, I, and then the, the, the ultimate goal then is to do an updated. Kong versus Godzilla. I mean, it's not the
0: ultimate goal. Like it's head production announcements. They're yeah they're, they're doing, doing a,
1: a Kong like versus it's... Godzilla, which we didn't mention the original Kong versus Godzilla because it's pretty self explanatory
0: and it was pretty silly.
2: I mean, Kong, like it's a different Kong, a different quote unquote, with, with a, Kong, who's essentially like. But Toho Kong,
0: uh, while we're on the subject, has I think a little more in common with uh, Monster Kong or Legendary Kong, yeah, because he is a larger beast, well, it, and he it, is it, he is paired up. Better with and they Godzilla. mentioned in, in Skull Island, growing. yeah, they right. say he's like, still he's, growing. He's still still gonna get bigger. Growing. Yeah, he's he's actually just like a kid. In, but in, I mean, but, in, but like, he's gigantic 80s already 80s. compared yeah. to our original 1933 King Kong dimensions-wise. Right. Like Kong's Kong certainly come up in the world since so, then. Yeah, yeah. Um, but yeah. well, but yeah, Godzilla so that,
1: as well. I mean, Legendary Godzilla was the largest in 2014, and then Shin Godzilla was the largest when that came out, and then actually the new Netflix. Anime Godzilla is the largest Godzilla ever, and I won't spoil that for anybody. You should watch it. I'm not a huge anime fan, but that one is very, very good.
2: Yeah. I will say, as an as an anime fan, it's not it's not the greatest anime in terms of animation, personally, no. but concept wise, yeah, That's holy crap! It, it you can it's watch it, burn, you can. It's very slow burn, but it does like end with a definitely a like a WTF. Like, all right, now I gotta see the next one. Yeah. The monsters are characters themselves. Are. Khan is a character. Zill is a character. Even, and if you have antagonist creatures, they themselves have to have these characteristics. They need to be their own force that's beyond us, but we have to still have the relationship to them. So going forth with this the subject of what should legendary pictures do with this franchise, this universe they want to build, is like you have these characters. They need to evolve. They need to show depth and evolution and um i'm just gonna say depth and growth instead depth and growth in each of their appearances and you need to make it feel like it it, it's it's natural it's organic and it makes sense within the universe and that goes with the human characters as well they need to somehow be like they are supposed to be us yeah but they too have to like i i say i say like just have the, the the world fundamentally changed like it, oh, so it's no, going it to have just, to
1: be. It has to yeah, because you have a world that's be. aware it of It cannot, not,
2: it can't be our world. I'm talking about humanity trying to struggle and fail. Well, in, and, and in itself. And, and then I going think back to its
1: something place. else that needs to be. You know, we we today we've already compared and contrasted the original Godzilla and Shin Godzilla and the legendary Godzilla and King Kong, and we we've talked about how there's different takes, right? I don't think you can do a shared monster verse with the 54 Godzilla or Shin Godzilla, because those don't have a, a characterization beyond. They're this horrifying force of nature, and that's kind of hard to do where and give it a characterization. So those
0: are much more horror films. than They me.
1: really are. So we kind of do need the legendary Godzilla to be kind of like the Godzilla of the Toho sequels, where he's a protector, which seems kind of silly, but... I think that's the only way to really make it work. I, mean,
0: I, I don't think that's silly at all. I think he's our hero. Right? He he's, is. He's the one he everybody well, that's wants. My point to root for. He
1: has to be a hero. Fifty-four, and you know, Gojira and Shin are not heroes. They are the force of nature that is trying that is, is our destruction. We need the hero Godzilla. We need him to have this kind of bizarre like why is he our protector but uh, whatever because it makes a good movie and I'm sure but, it'll be. But I'd say
2: there has to be a conflict with that in itself like in what I say the next portrayal of Godzilla has to have that you feel like he saved us from the last movie creatures he's our protector but that should be the conflict in the, in the following is like he's of his own yeah. and we actually don't have it it, it essentially is going on. to man
0: I quit bringing up DC universe but it's got to be essentially the same conflict that um, Zack Snyder tried May have failed at developing with Superman. Like how does how does the population of the planet Earth deal with Superman? But it has, but it
2: has to be the reverse basically. because Superman's like, I am a destructive force, but I try to do good. Where Godzilla is like, he truly doesn't. He's just it. A, You're a destructive on my ter- force. You're on my yeah, he,
1: Godzilla He's didn't arise in, in Legendary because he was trying to protect the humans of the Earth. Right. It was more of a turf war. And if humans
0: right. are, I mean, but he but didn't. So, he wasn't tiptoeing around. Something's going to have to be done about that. Like how do we how Can do you, we as human beings relate? To Godzilla,
2: in the Kong though is a protector
0: of humanity. He is. Yes, he is. So okay, list. so maybe he's he's the good guy. I don't. Right.
2: Yeah,
1: I mean Kong, but then again Kong doesn't love humanity. He was totally willing to smash Samuel L. Jackson and a number of other first? characters, but because they they, they so he's not as much of a protector. He's a protector of Skull Island. We right. haven't seen Legendary pictures Godzilla, or King Kong, I'm sorry, off of Skull Island. He may not give a shit. And so it's going to be very... I'm very curious to see what they're going to do with this. Um, I'm very curious to see how they're going to develop Rodan original um, Mothra and King Ghidorah.
0: Toho's original King Kong versus Godzilla, they very much portrayed Kong as the hero kong was they they went got kong because they needed to fight off this godzilla was the force force of nature nature. same
2: goes for mothra mothra is the protector of humanity as well so you could have if you ever have this mashup you can have like a civil war style take a step back or eat my words a
0: little bit i guess godzilla's never really been the anti-hero person or maybe exactly an anti-hero but he's he uh developed into like the the Funny cartoon good guy eventually, but right. in the early uh, Showa era Toho good. movies, I think he definitely was just a force force of nature. And there was always other monsters as a way to kind of deal with yeah. him. Yeah, because if you're gonna have one, um, you could have. I don't more. remember the first film because I never saw them chronologically in any way of where Godzilla became the hero. You know, the savior of humanity. Right. Um, but it's certainly by the end of the 60s is yeah. he is that exactly something threatens uh, humanity and he. Is yep. there to save the day. So it'll you... be really curious to see how this all works out. Want to go round table? Do final thoughts on. Sure. you if anything so you, you didn't get wrong that you, wanna...
2: yeah, you want to. Yeah. Oh, that's not fair. I was just going to watch to see how you guys do it. <laughs> but sure, first timer should go. Yeah. Uh, I'm be optimistic for it. Because, uh, like I said, like with the first that, that Godzilla Legendary made, eh, I liked it. But Khan is definitely superior. If They, and they made likable characters they had their humor the action like con was a character like they did they redid us i forgot to mention this but you know that scene with the t-rex they did in con with the scene with the, with the squid and just eats it it's funny and it shows him like he's just living and doing his thing it was relatable and i enjoyed it and i want more of that i want the monsters to be the main characters show up you don't have to overdo it because you need the humanity but like do something fun with it but progress you have this franchise progress and go with it make it modern keep doing what they were doing with Skull Island cuz yeah. that is a great movie yeah
0: and i think like everything you just said plus there's one important thing that's important to me and that's that we don't forget that we're making monster movies these movies exactly. have to be fun right. Put there it has off. to be that's the thing that bothered me the most about uh 2014's godzilla besides the I mean, you can you can nitpick it underdeveloped characters or whatever but the main thing is it really lacked a sense of fun yeah. and it kind of like was murky and just even in Do
2: you want to watch gods fight each other exactly
0: yeah. so let's not forget that we're supposed to be having fun here we can talk about the destruction of humanity we can we can have some political themes uh, about nuclear weapons or about but...
2: make it subtle but it can be yeah, there. You can pick up. let's not it forget
0: that there, we want to. You know, at the end of the day, Monster is all about giant monsters fighting each other. So let's get them, um, let's I, get I, them in the ring.
1: And, <laughs> and I, I would <laughs> echo I would echo that, that sentiment as well. I think that you know when we've got uh, when you you look at the original Gojira and, and and Shin Godzilla, yes, that this character Godzilla can still work even in modern air modern days in a film to drive a, a political or, or an environmental point point. and that's great but we also have to remember that for most of his longevity Godzilla has been a fun character in giant monster movies because oh, yeah. there's only I can think of two Godzilla films ever made out of all of them that had a political or social commentary and that was the original and that was Shin everything else has been fun and if you're going to have a shared monster verse Kong they did it right they're having fun with it, and they need to do that. So I'm willing to give Legendary their... I'm not even going to say it's a misstep. It's a slight... Sh- they they, they, they kind of <laughs> shuffled their feet a little bit in getting this started, but I'm really hoping that, they're, um, that they've are that they learned their lesson from, you know what, their audience has responded a lot more to this being fun. And actually, looking ahead at the cast that they have for for Godzilla, King of the Monsters. I think it it looks like it's going to be that way. They look like they have a pretty fun cast, and the cast has been you know, on social media talking about how much fun they've been having making this movie. So hopefully, Good. it's going to go in that direction. But I, I would also just like to add that all the movies that we've talked about today, I, I encourage people to always watch these, whether you like them or not. You know, whether you end up liking them or not, at least say you've seen them. So hey, check and, out and all
0: the movies. You'd end up not necessarily quote unquote liking at the end of the day. Can have good things
2: oh yeah you can you can watch horrible movies and enjoy them like i here, here's a here's a confession because of college and and drinking games i have now officially seen batman and robin more than any other batman film just because that game if you drink every time drink every time you just hear a pun and Schwarzenegger will destroy your liver that's right <laughs> so yeah there, there's there's something good about all of these you know i would even say don't write off
1: all of the Toho and Showa era Godzilla's go check out Final Wars it's a really kind of a fun movie oh, but yeah. if you want to see where it all started definitely check out the original Godzilla the original King Kong check out Shin Godzilla but as far as the legendary monsterverse, which has really been the theme of today um, it's, you're, you're two movies in so go ahead and get caught up and, and let's hope it, for the best on this and honestly if you're
0: monsters. familiar with Godzilla as a character um, feel free to skip Godzilla 2014 and just go straight to Kong 'Cause it's a lot more fun and it's gonna give you all the pieces you need to understand the universe. So right. yeah. um I, I would agree so. and, and instead go back to you know, watch the nineteen fifty four film. I, I can't recommend that one strongly enough. That's right. gonna be my strong recommendation is you know, see the original um Gojira by Ishiro yeah. Honda and uh it's it's one of those movies that kind of changed your life. Like I I know I went on rant about dawn of the dead in our last one the original dawn of the dead yeah. being a life-changing film and this is another one of those that just like can't watch it enough times it's that good
2: i i, I will i will end myself saying in a world currently where we have a lot of split feelings on nerd media because that's the most conservative group i've ever met in my life or nerds <laughs> is like let's just leave the fighting to the monsters and the space wizards and let us just it's okay to sit, like king kong lives let's people just sit it's there okay there to like king kong lives. And, then and then criticize the creators of them okay. well i'd like
1: to thank ryan for joining us today yes thank you ryan um, and and it's you can find fun. him actually on on facebook and on instagram he's got some amazing artwork especially i i obviously really partial to this prehistoric monster uh, illustrations you did but all of his stuff is really really fantastic he's also working on some other projects
2: i, I i'm working in, I, I i noticed i have not posted in nearly a year on my facebook but it hasn't mean i haven't worked on anything it's just like it's been private commissions that i can't post right. or uh but but no i i have a lot of things i'm working on and i'm trying and and if anyone's actually interested and have feedback or any just let me know because i'm new to this I got, I got a Bachelor of Fine Arts degree. I, I need to figure my own path. That's how they kind of throw you into <laughs> it. Um,
1: well, we're glad we could have you today for uh, contributing to this conversation. I am so glad I could
0: be a part of it. And, yeah, uh, thank you so much.
1: For... And stay tuned. You know, again, we'll have uh, some new stuff coming up real soon. But uh, signing off, I'm Joe
0: Peterson. I'm Eric LeBranson. Thanks, everyone, for listening. You have been listening to the Video Junkyard Podcast. I do wish we could chat longer, but I'm having an old friend. You just can't let them go? Go.
2: Stay on the road.
0: Keep clear to the moors. We want to take this opportunity to thank you for listening to the Video Junkyard Podcast and remind you to find us on social media on Facebook at facebook.com slash Video Podcast on Twitter at videojunkpod, and on Instagram as Video Junkyard Podcast, all one word. I want to thank you again for listening and keep digging. Who knows what treasures you'll find in the Video Junkyard.